Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. This is the channel where women from all walks of life can stop by, get tools and resources to help them thrive 360 in mind, body, spirit, and finances. I invite you to stay connected, subscribe to this channel, and visit me online at thecindyrayan.com. Now for today's segment. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. Today is a good day. We have Fitz Kohler with us. But before we get started and introduce her, let's do a little housekeeping. Your past is not your potential. In any hour, you can choose to liberate the future. And that comes to us from Marilyn Ferguson. So how are you, Fitz? I am spectacular, Cindy. And thank you so much for being a cheerleader for Busy Women. What a nice thing to do. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So let's start off and just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and um, I guess part of your journey. What led you to this point? Well, I am I am noisy and I am bossy. And uh, professionally, I spend all of my efforts working to make to help people live better and longer by making fitness understandable, attainable, and fun. I do that in a variety of ways. I'm an author. I have the Cancer Comeback series out right now, which I'm very excited about. I'm a very busy keynote speaker. So uh, corporations either bring me in to represent their brand or to reach their employees, which you know really helps boost a workforce's performance and satisfaction level when they're taking good care of themselves. I'm also a professional race announcer. And so I am the voice of some of the largest, most iconic running events in the United States. And I absolutely love all of, all of it because they, you know, each, each thing I do allows me to connect with wonderful people and serve them and help them thrive. And uh, I, I just am so grateful. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. What is your history? How did you get started um, as a fitness? coordinator. How did you get started? What's your history? Yeah, so I'm a fitness expert. I started teaching classes when I was 15 and uh, fell in love with that. I didn't necessarily know it's what I was going to do as a career, uh, but during college at the University of Florida, a TV producer showed up casting and uh, I auditioned and he chose me as one of the instructors and a really profound thing happened because of that TV show. I mean, two things. Number one is I realized I was just as comfortable teaching to a camera that I was a live audience. And that's not necessarily a transferable skill everybody has. And then I, once the show started airing, I would be out and about and strangers would come up and say, are you Fitz? And I say, I am. <laughs> I love your show. I work out with you every day and I've lost 17 pounds or my back doesn't hurt anymore. And those moments with strangers were so powerful to me. They were so meaningful because it's one thing if I'm standing in a room with you, you showed up to my class and I'm teaching, you know, all 30 people are benefiting. But to know that people are at home and this, this medium, this television thing allows me to connect with mass amounts of people, very powerful. I had a similar experience uh, writing an article and getting great feedback and you know, it was about that time that I figured that fitness is, I wanted to take it from job because most people do fitness as a job, right? It's part-time, they teach a class or they do a little right. personal training. It's not a profession, um, but I decided I wanted to turn it into a profession. I wasn't sure how, but it was, you know, this was my future. And then I realized mass media, you know, everything I 
if everything I did um, reached a large amount of people, then I would be satisfied, which I think right. is very important. And then also, uh, the, the, my I have a salary, right? So corporations pay me to perform, which is, you know, I don't think an, a, like a group fitness instructor can actually have a house and a car paid off and take their kids to Disney World on a group fitness instructor. So I, you know, I teach fitness in a different way, but I'm, I'm still doing the same darn job. Well, that's good. That is absolutely awesome. Tell us about how you started your business. Is it fitness, fitness? fitness. You started yeah. your business. How did you build your business and gain financial freedom? What were the steps that you took? So uh, incorporation was a big deal for me. I had just, I was in college and I was doing personal training to make money. I was actually, an, uh, I created my own instructor training course. I found out the national, I found that the national organizations weren't serving my friends who came and said, how do I, how do I become a fitness instructor? I'd send them off to AFA and they'd come back and say, okay, I got this certificate. I still don't know how to teach fitness. So I started teaching many people how to actually, you know, the skills of teaching fitness. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my friends was an attorney. He said, you need to incorporate or because if somebody sues you and people can sue you for anything, just even looking at them weird, they can sue you. So uh, protect yourself with a corporate house. And so um, I, I thought for a while on what I was going to name myself and fitness was the, the obvious choice for a woman named Fitz who taught fitness. And um, so I incorporated, I eventually filed trade trademarks to own that. And my business really evolved from small to large. And I definitely think the uh, invention of the internet, the growth of the internet allowed me to go from a local person to a state, national, worldwide figure. Uh, I, you know, I, the things that I do that I'm good at, that I make my living on, I started small, just, I imagine like most other people, you know, I knew I wanted to do speaking, speaking to large groups besides just exercising. Right. I wanted to relay this message. And so I, you know, I was talking to Girl Scout troops when I was 15 and I was talking to high school students when I was 16. And, you know, I built up doing small events, small groups where I practice, I practice and practice, you know, by the time I stood on a stage where someone was going to pay me, you know, five figures for a keynote presentation, boy, was I prepared and I hit it out of the park and I hit it out of the park every single time I step on a stage. And it's not because I'm some superhuman. It's because I have an entire career practicing the skills. Uh, so that's, one evolution of my business. TV, that's an easy thing. I started off with local news and went to regional and national news. And uh, I, I adore, adore the medium of TV, um, not because it makes you famous, at least not as a fitness instructor. You know, if I, were to act, <laughs> if I were to act in a movie with a sexy dress, perhaps I'd be famous. It's more important for me to be impactful. I love morning news where by 9 a.m. on a day, I know I've been able to help 3 million people out of pop. I think that's incredibly satisfying. Uh, the books came, you know, you gotta, you gotta know what you want, right? So I, I found a literary agent. I had already written many articles and it's very hard to get a literary agent, by the way, especially when you live in Gainesville, Florida. We are not the publishing mecca of the United States, but I had a friend who connected me with a woman who was it was very nice. And she got me my first book deal. And it's interesting with books because they say you can't have a book. You can't write a book until you write a book. No one's going to hire you to write a book unless you've already written a book. So it's this 
crazy catch 22. Uh, but we had a publisher hire me to write a cookbook and I, and that was very successful. I'm very proud about that. Publisher hired me to write the second book, which I did. And then they insisted that I put in these hokey chapters, uh, promoting supplements for weight loss, which is total lies, total crap. And that's not acceptable to me. I am the uh, greatest opponent of the diet weight loss supplement industry on earth because it's just snake oil and lies. So they want, they insisted that a chapter of my book promoted supplements. And then there was another one on negative calorie foods, suggesting that if you eat a food, it's okay. Cause you burn more calories in digestion. And I, you know, so I fought back and I said, no, they, those things are lies. You can't put my name on them. And they said, okay. So they took the rest of my book. They found a hack nutritionist who was willing to put her name on the book. And they published my book under somebody else's name. And I thought, never again. So I fired that literary agent, which was maybe smart, maybe stupid. It was her fault. The contract was wrong. So I didn't have control. Um, but what it's come down to is I self-published now. And I have full control over my business, my products, and my brand, which is of the utmost importance when you've been killing yourself your whole life to create a quality reputation and serve people in an honest, ethical way. And uh, so I published, I self-published for the first time two years ago, my memoir um, from my wild and wacky experience with cancer and race announcing. I never quit working while I was uh, going through treatment. So that book, that's this book, it's called My Noisy Cancer Comeback. And uh, what I'm really proud of is it's super high quality. It could sit on the shelf next to Michelle Obama's book. And someone might think it came from the same publisher. And it was a very, uh, I don't know, it was a com complicated process. It took a lot of effort, but I'm okay with putting forth a lot of effort. So I have two brand new books being released January 23. It's Your Healthy Cancer Comeback, Sick to Strong. It's a manual for cancer patients to rebuild their body. Um, after being ravished by cancer and then the Healthy Cancer Comeback Journal. So that's that's where I got where I am today. Awesome. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. So you had made mention of some steps that you use to help others live a better life and to live longer. What are those steps? Oh, well, they're very, very simple, Cindy. And I always say I have a master's degree in the most simple, stupid science in the world. It's watch what you put in your mouth, move your body, get quality rest, and remove the cranky people. And so I could delve as far into those things as you want to go, but those are really the four things. And if you do them, uh, life will improve dramatically. So how do you remove the cranky people? Oh, you got to send boundaries. You know, I have a mean, I'm, I'm one of the, I've got that super mean sister. And I finally just said, no more. I know you're my sister. I know we're blood, but I wouldn't let anyone else on earth treat me this way. And I certainly can't allow you to treat me this way in front of my children. So we're done here. And so I'm cordial with her, but I've removed her and I no longer have that incredible stress in my life. And so whoever you are, whoever your cranky person is, it's your job to tell them you will not treat me this way or I'm walking. And then you have to, uh, you have to do what you said you were going to do. You have to walk. You cannot tolerate um, disrespect or, or, or violence or abuse in any regard. It's just not acceptable. And I hope everybody out there feels strongly about themselves. And, and especially if you're a parent, you should not let anyone abuse you in front of them or your kids will be abused. So, so yeah, you set those boundaries. So basically the boundaries, um, 
I take it as energy, you know, because I'm, I'm really big on energy myself. So basically, if someone is emitting negative energy or no longer serving you, I think that's the gist of it. Whenever a person no longer serves you, that becomes that cranky person. You know, some people, <laughs> some people, um, you know, were created to be with you for a season, some for a lifetime, and some, as people say, for a reason. So basically, your take on that is that um, regardless of whether it's, you know, close relatives or family or whomever, if that person is not making you feel at your best, you disconnect. You disconnect. You don't go to their house. You don't invite them to yours. You do not answer the phone call. You may have an honest discussion and say, you know, I wish you well, but I don't think we're a good match anymore. Or you just remove them. There's every, every last one of our phone number has the block, our phones have the block feature. You should use it. I think it's, uh, you know, when people, uh, when they accept abuse, when they accept those people, even if it's someone who just brings you down and makes you miserable, well, maybe you're going to stress eat. Maybe you're going to miss your workouts. Maybe you're going to start uh, failing at work because this person's in the back of your head. It really becomes a toxic situation. And so I call them cranky. Cranky is my fits, fitsism for people who are big jerks, jerks in your life and need to go away. But yeah, remove those cranky people. So how do you figure like the, the cranky people, as you say, how do you think those types of people affect the overall well-being of an, a person? I mean, emotionally, uh, mentally, physically, how do you think that affects that person, their, their well-being? Oh, I, I mean, dramatically, these are people that provide you stress. And how do you respond to stress? Some of us respond real positively. You know, if I get stressed, I go exercise. I have, I have, I have ingrained that habit into me. Something horrible happens. I go exercise. I have to do it. Other people, they get stressed. They eat, they cry, they withdraw. Um, they, they make, they argue, right. They make other things worse. I think, uh, I have a person that I counsel. So I have a, a, ma a large group of people that I counsel on weight loss and fitness and so forth. And one of them, she says, I just want to let you know that I'm not sure what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. And my brother's going to give me dirty looks and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you need to get some counseling. You need to talk to a professional counselor. And she said, I have friends that I talk to. Okay. Well, this is a person who's been yo-yoing with her weight. I said, well, I get your friends. I'm not telling you never to talk to your friends, but you need a professional at this point. I'm sorry. I wasted your time. She shouted at me. I said, you're not wasting my time, but I'm the only one who loves you enough to tell you the truth. You need counseling. You need a professional to hold your hand and guide you through navigating, removing yourself from these horrible people. It's her own family. And I tell you what, you know it, you know, it's true. Nobody treats you as horribly as your family. You know, the closer people get, the worse they tend to be sometimes. And so now she's got, she's got counseling and she managed her way through Thanksgiving and next Christmas, she will not be spending with her family. She's going to plan a vacation. And so um, she's someone who has maintained a very overweight body because of the stress of her family. And it's, you know, the onus is inevitably on her, uh, but there's a lot of people just aren't getting their crap together because they've got, uh, they allow themselves to be abused and, the, and that just leads to reckless behavior. Um, busy woman's question of today. So do not say fitness because you already said, right. It's your go-to. Okay. So what is your balance? What do you do to find balance between your career, your business, what you're doing, your family? I heard you mention that you had kids. 
what what is your self-care regimen besides exercising and working out what do you do to decompress and to really keep that balance um i spend a lot of time with my dogs so i'm a I work and I'm surrounded by thousands of people. I'm in charge of a lot of people. So I really like being alone. Uh, so being outside with my dogs makes me very, very happy. Uh, I also am really good at turning off my phone, unplugging. I love baths. I have an outdoor shower at my house. And even if I'm super clean, I will go out there and just take a shower in the backyard. And, uh, <laughs> That's really relaxing for me. It's really rejuvenating. That is awesome. That is awesome. What would be some key takeaways you'd like the audience to have? Uh, so there's a couple of things that are hot on my agenda right now coming off of this cancer nightmare is uh, squeeze your stuff, especially we're talking to women. I had a sparkling clean mammogram in December, I think December 27th of 2018. Congratulations. Less than seven, no, no. Less than seven weeks later, I stepped out of a hotel bathroom out of a shower and I found a lump. And that lump was not only a sizey tumor, but it had already spread to my lymph nodes. And so um, what I want to encourage everybody to do is get those annual exams of all sorts. Get your skin checked. Even if you have dark skin, you're susceptible to certain types of skin cancers. Absolutely. Your eyes, your gynecological, get it all. Get your colonoscopy. I, I had my first colonoscopy this year. I can tell you, I'm so proud. I have the most sparkly, beautiful colon in the world, but if there was something dangerous in there, I would, I would hope the doctor would have grabbed that. So, uh, I, I'm only alive because I squeezed my stuff and I found that lump. So, um, please use your cell phone, maybe Wednesday morning at whenever you're waking up, set an alarm for you to have a good feel. And then if you find something, um, that seems weird, strange, unusual at all, report it. And then on the flip side, if, if you do have any sort of crisis, whether it's illness or injury, health and fitness matters. And so prepare your body to do battle today because you never know um, when crisis will occur and you will be far more likely to rebound and recover quickly and fully if you are healthy going into your crisis. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. How can people get in contact with you? Ah, fitness.com. So fitness is my home base for everything. That's F-I-T-Z as in zebra, N-E-S-S. If you go to fitness.com, you'll find the exact formula for weight loss. That's free. It's on the cover. No diets, no pills, no powder. It's just teaching you how to eat the right amount of the right food for the size you want to be. There's tons of free resources. Um, all three of my new books are available. My Noisy Cancer Comeback, Your Healthy Cancer Comeback, and the Healthy Cancer Comeback Journal are available and if you know a cancer patient, if you love a cancer patient, please let them know these resources are available because they just don't exist. And I don't, I don't think enough cancer patients know that they can actually have a lot of control over their remission status and their preventing recurrence with exercise, nutrition, sleep, et cetera. So I'm there. And then I'm at fitness on all social media channels, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, et cetera. And what I would love is if you follow me, I promise quality content that will move you in the right direction. But I prefer you say, I heard you on Cindy's podcast and I would like to connect because I'd much rather have friends than followers. Right. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Cindy. Have a great night. Thank you. You as well.
Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the busy woman's cheerleader. This is the channel where women from all walks of life can stop by, get tools and resources to help them thrive 360 in mind, body, spirit, and finances. I invite you to stay connected, subscribe to this channel, and visit me online at thecindyran.com. Now for today's segment.